Hello listeners, and welcome back to Sandman Stories Presents. Today I have another story from the Shimla villages of Himachal Pradesh. This story has echoes of the Baba Yaga from Russian lore, and a hint of Hansel and Greta from German folklore. Evil people in the woods and parents abandoning their kids seems to be worldwide themes. The story is a little spooky, but it shouldn't give you any nightmares. Also at the end, there's a short note from the author. Okay, let's begin. The Old Witch Who Lived in a Forest There once was a Brahmin who had five daughters, and after their mother died, he married another woman, who was very unkind to them, and treated them cruelly and starved them. So stingy was she, that upon one occasion, she took a grain of linseed, divided it into five pieces, and gave a piece to each child. Are you satisfied, sister? they asked one another. And each replied, I am satisfied, except the youngest, who said, I am hungry still. Then the eldest, who still had a morsel of the linseed in her mouth, took it and gave it to her little sister. Soon after, their stepmother said to her husband, These children must be sent away, or else I will go. He did his best to dissuade her, but she insisted. So, taking the five girls, he went with them to the river, where he suggested they should all cross over to the other side. Father, you go first, and we will follow you. No, my children, you go first, and I will follow. But, if you should see this umbrella which I carry floating upon the water, you will know that I am drowned and cannot come. So the children crossed over and waited for him, but soon to their grief they saw the umbrella floating down the stream, and then they knew that their father had been drowned. After this they wandered about for many days, and passed through many cities. At last they came to a house in the woods where a woman was sitting. She seemed very pleased to meet them and invited them indoors. They went in, little knowing that she was a witch and meant evil. Next day she told them to go and fetch wood, but kept back the eldest to sweep the house and to keep her company. In the evening, when the other sisters returned, they found their eldest sister was missing, and the witch, who did not wish them to know that she had eaten the child, told them that she had run back to her parents. The next day, she did the same thing and detained the second sister, and so on until only the youngest was left. At last, the old witch told her to stay at home that day to sweep the house and look after it while she went out. The child swept the room and then, out of curiosity, opened a box which stood in the corner, and to her horror, she saw inside the four heads of her sisters. They were all smiling, and she said, Why do you smile, O oh my sisters? Because you will also come here today, they replied. The poor child was much alarmed and asked what she could do to escape. Take all the things in this room and tie them in a bundle, and as you run, throw them down on the road. When the old witch comes to look for you, she will see the things, and while she is picking them up, you will have time to escape. The child quickly did as the heads told her, tied the bundle and ran away. There was only a broom left in the room, and when the old witch returned, she mounted upon it and flew through the air in hot pursuit. As she went along, she found her things strewn on the road and began picking them up one after another. This gave the child time to run further and further away 
until at last she came to a people tree and said, O oh, tree, shelter me. And the tree opened, and she was hidden within it, all but her little finger, which remained outside as the tree closed. This the old witch saw and promptly bit off. While she ate it, she regretted more than once that such a dainty morsel had escaped, but she knew there was no getting out the child, so she went away disappointed. Now soon after, a man came to cut down the tree, but the child cried from inside, Cut above and cut below, but do not touch the middle, or you will cut me in half. The voice so amazed the man that he went and told the Raja about it, and forthwith the Raja came with all his retinue and heard the same thing. So they did as the voice advised, and after carefully opening the tree, found the child, a beautiful young girl, who sat with her hands folded within. Girl, said the Raja, will you walk up to anybody here present, to whose caste you belong? The girl came out and walked up to a Brahmin. This decided the question of her birth, and that she was fitted to become the wife of a prince. So the Raja had her taken to his palace, where they were afterwards married with great pomp, and lived happily ever after. And the note from the author. It may interest my readers to know that the little native girl staying beside the people tree in my sketch is still living. She came to us during one of the great Indian famines, and we were almost despaired of her life. For although seven years old at the time, she was a living skeleton, her calf measurement being exactly three and a half inches, or half of my wrist. She is now a very fine, healthy child, and very devoted. for the sisters. They try to help out the youngest and still end up eaten by the evil witch. I really kind of hope that they would be brought back, but alas, no. Still, I'm glad the one girl got away, and her father and stepmother also got away without any punishment, which irked me, but oh well. I think the, the eating of the finger was really kind of a ugh. Alright, and the podcast shout-out is to the history of Saakashvili, Georgia. This is a wonderful history podcast of a lesser-known part of world history. The host, Roberto, goes through various sources to find the stories of the history of the Georgian people. Most of the histories have been written in Georgian or Russian, which makes research even more difficult. Still, listening to this podcast gives me such joy because I can hear about an area that I am curious about. And if you like it as much as I do, go and give him a 5-star rating on Podchaser or Good Pods or iTunes. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can find me easily at Stories Sandman on Twitter. I'm fairly active there. And the listener shout-out goes to Gujarat, India. My cool cousin Scott married a woman whose family is from the state of Gujarat. It's my cousin Rina. And long-term listeners know I would like to visit there. You are 6% of my listeners from India, and I will attempt Gujarati now. Abhara Ane Subra Ratri. Thank you, and good night.